Hey, it's the Left Coasters podcast. I'm Dangles. I'm Brian. And I am Tony. And you can find the Left Coasters on Facebook as well as Instagram at the Left Coasters podcast. Always hit us up with your comments and your questions and we will get them on the show. Thank you for listening. Gentlemen, boys and girls, humans of all shapes and sizes, welcome to another edition of the Left Coasters podcast, the best football podcast this side of the Mississippi. Damn right. My name is Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. I'm joined in studio by Brian the Ballerina Balzarini, as well as guest host Alex Alche, friend of the podcast, joining us in studio today. Good day, gentlemen. He, welcome back, uh, good sir. Uh, he uh, is also the co-host of the podcast Shooting the Breeze with Chafe and Cheese, which you can find on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Just want to get in a quick shameless plug there. Thanks, bud. For you, Alche. Love you. Uh, mean it. Uh, I am also a, a frequently a guest on that show, uh, uh, rating various types of deli sandwiches. We will talk about sandwiches with you, but yes, I am thrilled to be talking about We're football with you, gentlemen. Today. Glad to have you here. Tony, unfortunately, won't be able to be with us for this episode. He is working a catering gig on the other side of the country, uh, so we are without him this week. He will be joining us later on this week uh, when we recap the Rams. Chargers game and we take a look at the Pick'em and uh, we have a new leader in our Pick'em and I think Tony's going to be very happy to hear uh. who the new leader in the Pick'em challenge is after three weeks. Before we get there, we wanted to take a look at some of the unexpected division leaders uh, that we're seeing coming out uh, in the first three weeks of this season because in all but I think three divisions, we're looking at teams that we absolutely would not have expected to see at the top of their divisions come week three. So we're going to do a uh, uh, one of our patented Mary Fuck Kills here on the Left Coasters podcast. And we're going to take a look at five of the division leaders uh, in the NFL right now. We're throwing out three division leaders, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, because they're defending Super Bowl champions. and they, pretty you know, obvious. It's pretty obvious. The Los Angeles Rams, because their success was foreseen by many. And the Kansas City Chiefs, who, again, aren't surprising a lot of people with their success. So that rules out the NFC East, that rules out the NFC West, and it rules out the AFC West. So there are five other divisions where we've got teams that you wouldn't expect to see at the top Not of them. one bit. Brian, what are those five divisions and who are the leaders that we're going to choose to marry, fuck, kill? Now again, just as a reminder, if you're marrying a team, that means you believe they're going to continue to be at the top of their division. If you're fucking a team, that means you're sort of not quite sure on it and you're willing to take them home for a night, but you're not really looking for a sort of girlfriend, boyfriend material type thing. You just, just want a quick you know, get in, get out, and get on with your life. And if you're killing them, you're saying this team is absolutely not for real. They are not going to continue to be at the top of their division, and I don't buy it at all despite their record. Brian, five divisions, five teams that we wouldn't expect to be at the top of their divisions right now. Who are they? We've got the Miami Dolphins of the AFC East, the Cincinnati Bengals of the AFC North, the Tennessee Titans of the AFC South, the Chicago Bears of the NFC, NFC North, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of the NFC South. So, again, those are the Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals, Tennessee Titans, Chicago Bears, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Elche, who are you marrying? 
This is so a really, really tough. Who are you? I, I can tell you who I'm killing way easier than who I'm marrying. Go I'm going to start there. there. I'm going to kill uh, the the Fitzmagic-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a tough division, right? That division is way too good for a really, really terrible defense to come out alive from. Um, I think I think Fitz, Fitzpatrick's doing great things, but I don't think he lasts all season against the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers. Uh, just not going to happen. I dangles, this is hard. Dangles, this is hard. I, I think I'm going to do it. Yeah, are I, you? I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to marry the Dolphins. Wow. Solely based on schedule, because they. Oh, have already won three games. They are at le- I think that they at least split games with the Patriots, and I think that they take care of business against the Bills and the Jets, and that's four more games right there. So that's seven games won already. I'm with you because they've only played one inter you know interdivisional uh, uh, game, and that was a and that was a win against the New York Jets. They still got to play the Buffalo Bills twice. Yes, potentially a a a. a a Patriots team that we'll see this week what they've got, but they usually play them well in Miami. Yes. Like Miami plays plays well against the New England Patriots when, when they're at home. This is crazy. <laughs> it's insane. This I is Joe, Ryan Tannehill. Three games into the season. And I'm and I'm I they're for real. And this is back off of last week where I thought they might have been the team that I, I, I didn't think was legit. So one week changed, flopped, right, dangles. Alex, so you're marrying the Dolphins, you're killing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who are you fucking? Yeah, I think I'll have sex with everybody on the Bears except Mitch Trubisky, so I'll, I'll fuck the Bears. Fuck the Bears. All right, he marries the Dolphins, he fucks the Bears, and he kills the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who are Brian, you Who are you killing? I got. I want to know who you're killing. Who am I killing? Probably Tampa Bay as well. I think Alex is spot on, and that's just too tough of a division. I could, see, I could potentially see some of these other teams continuing to compete in their divisions. The, the Saints and the Falcons and the Panthers, I think, are just way too good for them. And especially after Jameis Winston comes back, I don't think that team gets any better offensively when he becomes the quarterback again. He struggled last year. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm going to kill the I'm killing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brian, you said you're marrying the Dolphins. Who are you fucking? I might fuck the. I, I think I'm going to fuck Tampa Bay. I think I'm going to counter your kills. Hmm. I, I think Tampa Bay has a much better chance than the Tennessee Titans to making a splash. I understand that division is so freaking difficult, but as we've seen with Fitzpatrick and this offense, there is a different element at quarterback that is changing the culture of this team's demeanor, the morale that they have. They just believe Deshaun Jackson looks like a new wide receiver. You know, he was all but, you know, non-existent when, when Winston was in. I just think he gives them that smart, calculated quarterback who's throwing the ball really well. Uh, th- are they perfect? No, but I just don't see teams like Tennessee, Chicago doing anything in their divisions. I think Tennessee is getting lucky. I think Marcus Mariota is is an okay quarterback who can't stay healthy, and this defense is just keeping them in games. I think things are going to look really bad for them, along with the Chicago Bears, when they start playing better teams uh, and losing uh, to better teams. Uh, so, Dangles, that throws it back to you. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm going to uh, fuck the Miami Dolphins, I think. I think they're a team that, that's good enough to get a wild card spot potentially out of that AFC East. I think the Patriots are going to return to form. This is a marathon season, guys, not a sprint. And I don't think you can say anything about the Patriots definitively for the season long after three games. There's some definite holes that they need to clean up, and I I could see this as well as anybody who follows that team. Uh, But I don't believe that this is the Patriots team that is going to 
be on the field and and gelling the way that they are gelling right now come week 14, 15, 16. But that said, the Dolphins are very explosive on offense. They've got deep threats in 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 Kenny, a running game. In Kenny Stills. They do have a running game. Kenyon Drake has been solid for them, and their defense has, has kept them in games as well. Not I, to I, mention 85-year-old Frank Gore still playing well. Frank Gore still playing well, and Ryan Tannehill seems to be for real. I, I kind of like the Dolphins here. So that brings it back to you, Brian. Who are you killing? I'm going to kill the Chicago Bears. I, I know Khalil Mack. I know who he is. I know how good he is. But I, I just do not see this offense putting points up when they when they pl- when, when some offense let's say the Detroit Lions finds a way to continue their their upswing in in offensive production. If the Detroit Lions find their A game against a team like the uh Chicago Bears, they're not even in the game. Mitchell Drabisky is not going going throw for throw. It's just not going to happen. They don't have that type of offense to go no huddle or to go shotgun and to, and to go, and just start airing the ball out. They're really going to have to rely a lot on Khalil Mack and the second he gets he, it's going to happen. He's going to get banged up. It, it's bound to happen when you're putting when he's playing as many snaps as he's playing. You can't keep this production up. It's just physically inhuman. Unless he becomes the next LT, it's not going to happen. I I think it's an ev- inevitability that the that the Chicago Bears run right into a buzzsaw of an offense and it's going to be derailing for them uh for for the rest of the season on and off. So I just I think it's the Chicago Bears who I'm killing. Well, that leaves me with my Mary, and I think I'm actually going to have to go with the Chicago Bears. Gross. Yeah, they're a good defensive team, dude. Cleo Mack changes everything for that defense. They have some playmakers in their secondary uh, uh, in, in Kyle Fuller and Adrian Amos. They also they also have an incredible, beyond Khalil Mack, I think Akeem Hicks is one of the best inside rushers in the NFL. He is formidable. He can break through the line and collapse a pocket really quickly. He makes a, a, a terrifying duo. And you've got Roquan Smith in that linebacking core just given that division look the green bay packers are one bad hit on aaron Rodgers away from being a non-issue in that, that in that division yeah. the vikings are clearly vulnerable and the lions I, I have no idea what to expect from them they might be the team the that comes knows. out and beat the patriots or they might be the team that loses by 20 points to the jets i think given the ones that i the teams that i have left to look at i think it makes the most sense that the chicago bears could actually continue to play good football with the creativity i'm seeing in matt Nagy and that offense and the and the confidence with which that defense is playing, I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel too badly about that pick. Have fun waking up next to Mitch Trubisky for the rest of the I season. I don't there, love. Bud. I don't <laughs> love that part of it. I wish they had a different quarterback, but uh, you know what? Beggars can't be choosers here. I'm going with the Chicago Bears next week. I think we're going to take a look at some of the uh, new head coaches and see how they're faring after uh, four weeks in the NFL. So far, it has not been. Not been very good for uh, um, a lot of downs. The new head coach, uh, the new head coaches, including one of whom who who put a rookie quarterback in to engineer a game-winning what would have been a game-winning drive in the Cardinals and Bears game, and for some reason decided now is the time. He attempted for to you, be Hugh Jackson and wasn't for that's, you to come right. in. I have no earthly idea what Steve Wilkes was thinking. We'll get into that later on with the pick'em section. Uh, but right now we are going to move on to uh, our weekly game of gravestones, uh, and we will have a new pick them leader this week which means we will have a new uh person choosing which conference we will be picking our teams for gravestones from gravestones is ahead don't go anywhere ladies and gentlemen it is now time for gravestones yes each week we the co-hosts of this podcast decide which team we are going to choose that week 
to make our gravestone. That means we are putting them in the ground, piling dirt on top of them, thereby decreeing that this team will not make the playoffs. We have a new Pick'em leader this week. That would be Tony Cavallo. Tony Cavallo is not here. Alex Alche is here in his stead. Yes, he is. So, as you all know from listening to our podcast every week, this week we've added a new wrinkle by deciding, allowing the Pick'em leader to decide which conference we will play Ooh. and from which conference we will choose teams to kill. So, Alex Alche, you are in for the Pick'em leader, Tony. You have been deputized with the power to choose the conference this week. Will we be, will we be killing teams from the AFC or the NFC? By the powers vested in me, I choose the NFC. Oh, Very well, the NFC. We will now each choose a team to put in the ground, again, saying that they will not make the playoffs. Once a team is chosen, the other two co-hosts cannot pick that team again that week. Alex Alche, you will begin. Tony has already killed the Arizona Cardinals, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Oakland Raiders. Who will you choose? Well, gentlemen, when you lose the prettiest man in the NFL, you are going to bed for the rest of the season. Jimmy Garoppolo-less San Francisco 49ers are who I kill. Oof. Good night. You have no... Jarek McKinnon's down. Jimmy Garoppolo is now down. The team is left with C.J. Bethard. That is pathetic. I believe that it's going to be a very difficult season for the rest of them going away. Good night, sweet prince. Good night, 49ers. I hope Jimmy Garoppolo gets well and has a plethora of prostitutes to bring him back to life. Arrivederci, my fellow paisan. Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers are in the ground. Au revoir. Goodbye. Brian Balzarini, you are up next. So far, you have killed the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, and the Chicago Bears. Who will you kill from the NFC this week? I will be staying in the NFC West and killing the Arizona Cardinals. Wow. There is a ring of hell waiting for Mr. Wilkes for putting Josh Rosen in and the position he did. Josh Rosen deserves better. We deserve better. And I think Josh Rosen will be looking for a new head coach by the end of the season. One and done. Steve Wilkes. Goodbye. Brian has killed the Arizona Cardinals. Now it is my turn. So far, I have killed the Buffalo Bills, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Detroit Lions. This week, I will be killing the New York Giants. Oh, what? It's just—it's oh. not coming together this oh. year. Unfortunately, I don't think—I don't think I have to—I don't think I have to get too, too much too deep no, into that. Not at all. Uh, they don't really have an offensive line or a defense uh, or, a or a quarterback. Their most important position. So, unfortunately, the Giants, I think, will be scraping scraps from the bottom of the pile at the NFC East. Proverbial pile. Go to hell, Daniels. (laughs) (laughs) And that does it for this week's edition of Gravestones. Left Coasters.
All right, volume all the way back up to 11. That does it uh, now for the Left Coasters podcast this week. Thank you so much for being here. Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Brian the Ballerina, Balzarini, special guest host Alex Alce. Thank you for being in the house. Alex, will you join us again later on this week for the Pick'em? After you killing the Giants, I almost <laughs> am inclined to say no, but I believe I will, and I can't wait to do so. Well, you'll be back to get them. I, we've got plenty to talk about, and uh, I can't wait to get some Pick'ems in. I'm excited for the Pick'em. I'm excited to to go over the Rams and Chargers game. We had a big, uh, big game this past weekend. Uh, Rams obviously came out on top. We'll look forward to breaking down all of why that happened, and we'll look ahead to the Rams uh, matchups, uh, Rams and Chargers matchups for the following week. Uh, and that does it. Otherwise, does it. I think let's, we should... Let's show some char- the Chargers some love, huh? A little bolt up at the end, maybe? <laughs> bolt up? <laughs> we need it. I think maybe they the Charger it. fans who do listen to this all show right, we, need a little love. We do usually end with Ramit, so why don't we bolt up at the end of this? We'll end, uh, end in Instead of on a ramit, uh, a hearty ramit as we normally do with a hearty bolt up. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On Pressbox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access.